welcome to the Power Sticking Together with me, your host, Leisha LaTrimble, and my special guest, Bishop Joel Robinson. It's been a while since me and Bishop sat down and just had a candid conversation. So what better way is to give him a call, look him up, and say, hey, let's talk about the village. And today's topic would be all hands on deck. Welcome to the post. How are you, sir? I am good. Thank you so much for the opportunity to talk again. I know, right? <laughs> Don't make no sense, but go ahead. So listen, you just can't come by here and drop by and for a few minutes. Last time I introduced you, this time you're going to introduce yourself. Go ahead. Well, my name is Joel Robinson, born and raised in the beautiful city of Jacksonville, Florida. Mother and father, Reverend Jeremiah Robinson, Sr. Janice Robinson, which are now 84 years old. But mm. yeah, so um, I'm just I just who I am. I'm who God made me and I'm grateful to be alive. I'm telling you, have a wonderful wife and three beautiful kids and one grandchild. Mm -mm. How old is that grand now? She is three, but she acts like she's 23. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I bet you help spoil her, too. I know that's right. You know I know all of y'all probably help spoil her. You know, I couldn't wait to get you back on here. I kept saying to myself, listen, I need your input, your insight. We need to talk about this because there's so much going on in the village. Um, just the whole idea of the change, the shift, just the whole dynamics of what has been taking place. And I dare not get into all the lives that we have lost. And the list goes on and on and on. So I wanted you to elaborate on how the village, you know, the, how can everybody, you know, we're talking about all hands on deck. How can everybody contribute to strengthen um, our culture? How can we strengthen our culture in the village? Well, the village is an awesome concept of a whole bunch of people from different um, different backgrounds come together and doing something amazing and just living in the same environment, taking care of each other and how we can tr contribute to our environment. The best way for us all to do it is to bring your gift to the village mm. and use your gift. Whatever it might be, whatever you whatever you do, do it to the best of your ability. But uh, reach one and teach one. Tell somebody else, show somebody else what it is that you do and help them to understand how important that gift is to you. And then now see the value in it. That is awesome. That is awesome. You know, I was thinking about um, a video that I was showing to my class on it takes a village to raise a child. Yes, I am in school bringing them awareness of the village. And one of them was like, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by village? And so in this video we was watching, there was a speaker on TED Talk. And she was saying, I got about 25 people that makes up my village. And I never looked at counting the number of people I have that made up my village. I just knew growing up, Having someone looking after you and steering you the right way, that was the ones that you can trust. But the simple fact that she was saying what she went through and how she should have had babies out of wedlock, she could have been on drugs and how she was in the system, how she went to foster care, to foster care. But she had 25 people, 25 
She's in, she's probably in her 30s by now, but 25 people that she can remember that put their hands in her life and what we were saying, bringing their gift to them, to her showing that they really care. You know, the Bible says a child left by himself. You're going to finish that for me. What happens when we leave our children to themselves? They become in Reverend Robinson version, a hot mess, a hot mess. And you can't tell them nothing. Uh, the key point that I guess we're trying to make out of the whole thing, we got to bring our gift to the table, you know, because, hey, it's time for us to restore what the enemy thought he had. He don't have. So what is the biggest problem you see our villages facing today? Well, the, the village has a issue which I'm, I'm learning that is consistent with everyone I talk to, it is communication. Mm. We lack communication. We don't know how to communicate. And when we do open our mouths, it's not communication, it's arguing. Mm. So we don't know how to properly connect together, sit down together and communicate our differences, our indifferences, what it is that makes us different, what it is that makes us who we are. We don't know how to communicate it. So instead of us communicating or, or being frustrated with the communication process, we deal with each other very rudely, very wrongly, and then we never get to understand where each other is coming from. So now you have kids walking around who don't know how to communicate. You have adults who said we're too old to listen to kids. Mm. So everybody in the village is so busy being them and doing what they want to do instead of trying to communicate to help somebody else understand their point of view. So it's it's a communication era. And I understand that because, you know, when we were growing up, we were taught to sit and listen. <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying communication was you sit down and you listen. This generation is not sit and listen. It was like, but I am. Right. You, what you mean? <laughs> you know, um, I am doing what you say do. It's always uh, they got to uh, give a rebuttal or uh, some explanation behind what you asking them. And, and it's in and, and it's nothing wrong with how they are willing to open. We're just not used to that. You're exactly right. And um, we we didn't have the opportunity to express ourselves. We didn't have the opportunity to say what we believe would be significant or important to us. Hey, do as I say. And if you don't, you're in trouble. These kids, are they're different now. They're wired different. They talk different, act different, look different. But the difference is... Um, they are more expressive of what they don't understand. And because they're more expressive of what they understand, we as a generation grew up not saying how we feel are totally disconnected from it. Because I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. We, we grew up in an era, keep your mouth shut. They grew up in an era, free yourself. Ah, and then we look at it as a form of disrespect. And half the time, they're not trying to be disrespectful. They just want they're answers. They're really, yeah, they really want answers. And they're not shy about how they ask a question. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Back in my day, you was careful with how you wanted to know something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you, I'm with you. 
Now they like, hey, why that look like that? And you were like, what? And they show you be like, now why you show me that? <laughs> <laughs> you we're more embarrassed than they are because they want the answers. We just we clueless right now. We don't want to say <laughs> what? We're like, well, what you talking about? I, and 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 this is crazy. I had a little boy <laughs> walk in the classroom and he he was trying to ask me a question. And um and I was like, Lord Jesus, did this fella just come tell me personal stuff? Miss <laughs> <laughs> Truma, I just heard somebody in the bathroom talking about it. I just want to know what that meant. And I was like, well, we I, I just told him, I say, son, listen, just drink some water, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to keep it going. <laughs> Just drink you some water and mind your business. But they are curious. They do want us to reach out to them. Part of my study is talking to a, a youth during this time about this topic. And a lot of the youth that I am talking with and having sessions with, that is the first thing they say. Y'all don't want to listen. And when you do and we tell you how we feel about something, you try to make us make us feel wrong. Mm, that's so true. And I that's told so them, yeah, and I, I was like, that's true. That's true. You know, but I had to also let them understand it is in our nature as adults to give you advice so that you won't go in the way that we walk. And if we leave you by yourself and we know you finna get ready to go tear your head or knock your head off. It'll be dumb for us to say, mm, let them go ahead and knock their head off. But you know, sometimes you got to let <laughs> youth in this village <laughs> may need to knock their head off. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, not for real, not for real. But back to the topic at hand. I think one of the biggest things that we are really failing at is educating our children <laughs> enough about history. I was watching a clip about the four color girls, you know, the ones, the Birmingham. We were we were in class. I, I think this was at this time of uh, some sixth grade students. I really don't teach sixth grade, but uh, sixth grade students in the classroom at, yeah, at that time. And one of the students said, well, what happened? They was on an airplane. So she's sixth grade. I'm sitting here saying, I made my kids when they started young. Here, come on, let's watch this clip concerning Martin Luther King's speech, concerning what's really going on. So you understand the importance of why you are supposed to be here and get this education. It hurted me to know that this child truly thought that those girls that went through that because of a airplane explosion, not a church. Now, if she even would have said, what happened? The church blew up. I would have been like, okay, we're watching the whole clip. Don't she see? <laughs> but anyway, so it does take a village to raise our children. Not, we can't do it alone. So I want to get a little bit deeper. You know, what we, we talked about uh, when you say all hands on date. And you talked about bring your gift and this person bring their gift. I want you to go a little bit deeper in what you mean by that. Cause I remember that lady said she had 35, no, no, I'm sorry, 25 villagers. What do we mean by you bring your gift and this person bring their gift? What do we mean by that? 
Well, when we bring our gifts, when I say gifts, I'm discussing those things that are passionate inside you as a person, as a teacher, as a whomever you may be. That passion that you have inside of you, show that passion to somebody else. The key is, I agree with you, they do not know history. That's another part of communication. We have somewhere and somehow broken down the barrier of communication. We don't even teach them the common things as Martin Luther King, as Marcus Garvey, and there are some other people who are very influential who are not uh, named that we should show them. They don't know that there was a, a young 16-year-old who made a invention for women when they have um, surgery. They don't, they don't know different things, and they're black people. We don't know because there's a communication barrier. But the reason why we don't know is because of those gifts. Your gift could be um, history, history and looking up research. Your gift could be um, anything else. But the whole deal is that we bring them to the table and show them the passion that's behind it. I love uh, children, but I love to educate them. I love to empower them with, with, with some good information. So if I can tell you something that you've never known and show you how this is connected to your life because it's all a part of history. It's their story. But if we don't look and recover and understand what the history is, we're absolutely bound to repeat it. So we need to learn whatever gift you have, whatever it is. I don't care if you young girls don't know how to sew. They barely know how to cook. Young men don't young men don't cut grass anymore. Young men don't know how to wash cars. Um, there are a lot of different things that are small to somebody else, but it can be a business for someone, someone who's, who doesn't know. I remember there were so many times somebody took one thing they did, turned into a business and it become, it became so wonderful. But because now we hoard, we hoard our, our gifts instead of distribute them, we have a problem. Our selfishness has gone too far and now it is impeding on our children. Now our children, all they know is get money, get money, get money. The fastest way they can get it, they're going to get it. But they get it the wrong way and not from those who are in the village. Mm, mm -mm, You said something. I don't think the people in the back heard you because I hear the congregation ears. They are listening, but I don't think they grab what you just said. They getting stuff. But what's going on now? They're getting stuff, but they're getting it from the wrong wrong people. They're not getting it from the villagers. The village has become about I, me, and my, and not us trying to take care of us. Mm. So true, so true. Well, listen, I told you he was just going to stop in just for a little bit. You can't, now listen, you can't be drive doing these little quick drive-bys anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But I hope you were taking notes, you know, in your heart and mind. Uh, Just let you know, we're looking for a few good soldiers because our kids need you. Um, Our village needs you. We need to stand up for what's right. We got a whole lot of things that if we don't do what we need to do. Well, first of all, we're going to pray that history never repeats itself in our culture because our children are ruthless. And I'm just letting you know off the bat, that ain't no easy I give up type of task. <laughs> they are equipped to be ruthless, trust me. And so we pray that history never repeats itself, but not just in our cultures and other cultures that have been um, oppressed. 
for long periods of time and trying to do what they need to do to just stand and help another community to survive. And so I appreciate you so much for coming in and just let you know if you are willing to get your hands involved in this movement, because it is, it takes a village to raise a child. I, I have been hearing it echo, 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 echo. So if so, I need you to keep listening because Bishop's getting ready to share just a few gems that will help you equip not just yourself, but us in reaching the people in our village and our families. Because again, we need to hear that someone cares and someone to show us how much they care as well. Okay, I know we're ready to receive whatever the Lord been sharing with you concerning his people. Well, once again, I want to thank you for the privilege um, for coming on the podcast. It is a joy and a pleasure every time we get together and talk about these good kind of things. And I just want to leave you with this. Um, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. The only way we it together is by care, compassion, and conversation. If we cannot communicate these things to our people, to our children, then we are missing the mark. So many times we think just because we do a certain thing that that's it. No, it takes us to be compassionate towards someone else and to show them the way. Show them what to do. Show them how they need to respond or need to react. Listen to people. Part of communication is listening. If we don't listen to someone, then we won't understand. Um, There is a scripture in the Bible that says study to be quiet. That scripture is very important because it helps us to understand when we're quiet, then we can hear everything that's happening. Notice if you're quiet enough, you can understand what someone is saying. You can receive it and you can accept it and you can know whether they are truth or a lie. But you got to be quiet to listen. I want to suggest to you that don't let this stop you. You must be a villager who is resilient, who is not uh, cutthroat, but who is someone who listens and learns from every aspect. Doesn't matter who you are, no matter what gift you have. If we don't have the same gift, I need to connect with you because we can grow a village if we connect with our differences. In our differences, we are still special. God has made us all wonderful. The Bible also declares this thing, and then I'm leaving you alone. It says your gifts will make room for you and bring you before great men. The problem is that we don't understand our great men are sitting in our village and the gift that you have needs to be shown. So let your light shine, shine, shine. That's my old school song. So when you let your light shine and show someone else what to do, then the great men that God has sent your way will give you everything you need. God will give you. But my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. There's nothing that God doesn't have. Our village can blow up from the flow up. But if we learn how to communicate, how to be compassionate and how to care for each other, then we can truly be what God has assigned for us to be. And that's a village who's not scared to raise a wonderful child my 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 i did not want you to stop i was trying to hold it back you time i'm gonna say this and leave you alone you know what you know what (laughs) (laughs) just awful i say just awful i love genuine yes i said genuine not genuine (laughs) (laughs) 
conversations. I love conversations that we can sit together and just uh, what they say, let us come together and reason together. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. And um, he said it best. I dare not go behind the preacher. (laughs) Oh, yes. Such a lovely, lovely um, conversation for us to share to our people. Man, I can't believe it's time to say goodbye. I just want to drop by and I pull up. I pull up on the bishop. Yes, I did. To come in to talk to you, to let you know what God has been placing on his heart concerning us and the village. You heard it. You heard it best. We are to raise a village that can be a safety environment for our children. But first of all, we got to learn how to communicate. Let me say that again. First of all, we must learn how to communicate. Before you leave, I want you to say to me that scripture one more time that you talked about, about being silent. Come on. Yes, that scripture says, study to be silent. I don't think they hear it. I think you need to say that again. You have to study to be silent. It's a beautiful thing to study, but study to be quiet, because the quieter you are, the more you understand, obtain, and learn. There you go. We are in a season where we need to learn to listen to what's going on in the village and just sit down so that we can be able to communicate correctly and show compassion. Well, We're out. Until next time, tune in to listen to another encouraging word that will make you check yourself before you wreck yourself. And again, as I often say, there is power in sticking together. We're out. You have been listening to The Power Sticking Together with me, your host, Leishla Trimble, and my special guest, Bishop Joel Robinson, the Reverend. Listen, I pray that you have been taking notes all this time. This has been an awesome series on The Village. Tune in next week for another empowering episode that will make you check yourself before you wreck yourself, as well as strengthen your village. Don't forget to share, follow, and subscribe. And thank you for tuning in. God bless.